Today is January 1st, chapter one of 365. Did you suck last year? Were you great last year? See, around this time of year, everyone does a little bit of reflection. Everyone looks at what they've done, what they could have done, what they did do, what they didn't do. And they also look at the future about what they want to do, what they want to make up for. And I'm here to say that none of that matters. None of that matters because the fact of the matter is that if you didn't improve this year coming up, after doing so well last year, then you hit your peak. Pretty much you're like that that pretty boy, that was buff guy that was cool in high school but then works at McDonald's. That Yeah, you hit your peak. 2023 was your peak for the rest of your life. And on the other end, if 2023 sucked and you do nothing about it this year, then you are pretty much entering the same time loop. You're doing the same shit over and over again. And so that's why none of it matters. That's why in this specific episode, I'm gonna do something special for you. You and I are gonna take a look at the future, at 2024, and I'm gonna walk you through a three-part process so you can take over in 2024. So that way you can dominate, you can be the man, you can be sexy, you can have everything and be everything you want. This is for me, to you, my Red Rebel listener. Today's the first year of 2024, chapter one of 365. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Red Velvet Podcast. I'm your host, Pablo J. Rosario, and most importantly, Happy New Year. I'm so glad to see you. Listen, we made it to the other side. I was talking to my dad just before the ball drop, and he was saying how we are very lucky to see January 1st. Because do you know how many people did not get to see this day? Think about all the people that passed, all the people who woke up and they thought, oh yeah, this was another day. Oh yeah, I'm going to see next year. But the way the cards were dealt, they were they didn't know that that was going to be their last day, that they were not going to be able to see this day. So one thing that I love to do, as soon as the ball drops, you know, I count down three, two, one, happy new year. And then immediately right after, I say a quick prayer thank you. I give a quick shout out to the man upstairs, have a moment of gratitude for allowing me to make it another trip around the sun. And what you think about it, it's actually pretty amazing because, yo, like you know how long the earth has to travel around the sun and you know how long like stuff has to go right in order for you to make it to next year. Like it's pretty amazing to go that length of time with nothing happening to you, you know, God willing. And so, First and foremost, I'm thankful. I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful that you're listening. And I'm thankful that I get to do this with you because as I hope that you are learning, I'm learning and growing too. And you're allowing me to fulfill my purpose. So right off top of the bat, thank you. So beautiful. So beautiful. Now, around this time of year, you know how a lot of people do the whole new year, new me stuff? Well, that's bullshit. Like I, I, I never do the new year, new me. I think it's the dumbest shit ever because here's the thing, right? It is, first off, it's an arbitrary date because yes, it is the start of the year, but what's stopping you from changing your life and deciding, you know what? I'm gonna go ham. I'm gonna go into the gym. I'm gonna start talking to women. I'm gonna improve myself. What's stopping you from doing that any day of the month or any day of the year? And so I think it's just really dumb. And on top of that, for me, it's all empty promises. For me, it's be about it, don't talk about it. Don't put on Instagram, new year, new me, that you know I'm embracing myself and all this, that, and the other. For me, I'm like, show me. 
because all of that is just lip service and you're just doing that just to feel good. And speaking of which too, you want a pro tip? Here's something that I learned recently that, and I could be mistaken here, but from what I understand, actually talking about your goals and what you're gonna do like that actually sabotages you from actually completing it. Because talking about it and telling to people like that, apparently in the brain, I probably should have researched this before I started talking about it, but apparently in the brain, it gives you the same dopamine hit as if you have already done it. And what that causes you to do, it's not really pursue it as the same as if you never said anything. And so boom, you don't hit your goals. And so that's why for me, uh, for me this year, you're only gonna know about it after it's done. I mean, I'm, of course, I'm gonna let you in behind the scenes. I'm gonna let you know on the progress of what's happening, a little updates here and there. But for me, I'm, I'm gonna go on a new tip this year where it's silent mode. I'm going on my dark night era where I'm working in silence, working in darkness, and I'm, you're, gonna, you're just gonna see in the light. And then you're gonna be like, oh wow, Pablo came out of nowhere. Like I'm telling you here right now, you're gonna be like, oh wow, Pablo came out of nowhere, but nah, you will see the grind all those months beforehand, all those years beforehand. Now, at the same time, I do not wanna discredit any opportunity to reflect, to change, to take action, to make a plan. And the New Year's is a great motivator. Like I will give it that, it is a great motivator. And so I just wanna do it in a way where you actually stay with your goals, where you actually stay with the vision of the man you wanna be and the things you want to do. And for myself, you know, I like to take this time why not to like you know what let's 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 just let's just reflect let's just reflect and see what do i want to do what i want to create and the way that i go about it is you know first i start off with a vision like instead of goals i start off with a vision what do i want to complete what do i want to achieve who do i want to be where do i see myself the red velvet movement the podcast six months a year into the future and I just sit and visualize and I start to daydream and I start to ask myself things like, well, what would it be like if it was this? What do I want it to be? What really fills up my heart? And right off the bat, like I got some big plans, especially for this podcast. Like, for example, right off the bat, I'm introducing a new series to the podcast called What Women Want. In it, I'm gonna be interviewing women and asking the questions that you wanna ask. And my goal is to have real ass conversations with women. I'm talking about confronting them on, on the what we feel are the, the differences, the inequalities between men and women, the beef that we have as a man. Like for example, you know, they, they, wanna, they say they want a guy to be nice and respectful, but when we are nice and respectful, we don't get a call back. We're called the nice guy. Or maybe in relationships when they tell us, ooh, I want a sensitive guy, but then they use it against us. And so like that's a real type of conversations that I'm gonna have. And I'm gonna bring in women from just all sorts of backgrounds and that, it's actually going to be the more important piece because you know the, the bullshit right now that's on the internet, everything you're seeing, it's typically from one group of women. They're usually between the ages of 21 to 25-ish, and they are on, you know, they, they, they do some type of OnlyFans, some type of adult content, or they do some type of influencer modeling. I, my beef with that is that because it's been so pushed out on the internet, it's that it makes guys believe that this represents all women. And what they're saying represents 
how to get women in general and this is the way it is and it causes guys to look at that look at the world and get down on dating and doubt themselves and be like well you know i'm never gonna get a woman like that or or even worse they think I'm supposed to go after women like that when they might not even like women like that. And so the point of that series of what women want is to give you a 360, actually a more a broader view of first off what real women look like and what real women want. And so the hope behind that is that with that realistic view, you feel more confident, you have more, you know, more, more, you feel more equipped to go out and talk to women, to go on and do your thing. So that's the first thing you're gonna see with the Red Velvet Podcast coming up. The second thing is I'm gonna have more guest interviews because the, the first year, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I wanted to stand on my own two feet, I wanted to build a trust with you and I wanted to make that connection with you and now for this upcoming year, I want you to get more. I want your knowledge to be broad because me, my expertise has to do with psychology, uh, self-improvement, uh, you know, lifestyle, attraction, seduction, that type of stuff. But I want you to become an even better man. I want you to become a more well-rounded man. And so in order to do that, I need to bring in help. So I'm gonna bring in sexologists, I'm gonna bring in project managers, I'm going to bring in businessmen, I'm gonna bring in women and, and, and everybody else so that way you, you have as much advice. Like I'm gonna try to, to bring to you like your own little council of advisors so you can become the best version of yourself. That way you can walk out, be sexy, be cool, and be the most interesting man out there. So you can definitely expect that every month. Which brings me to my next point. My next point is that you know, this year, I want to be more mission-driven. I'm going to be more mission-driven. When I started this podcast and when I started the Red Velvet Movement, like in my head, the goal was to free guys from the cage made up of their own limiting beliefs, from the beliefs that stopped them from seeing themselves as great, that stop them from being confident, talking to women and going after what they want. Like that is my mission. And so with that, a lot of things you're going to hear, like yes, we're gonna be talking about women, dating, uh, relationships, absolutely. At the same time, we're gonna do it from the true, from the original angle of Red Velvet, which is through the lens of personal development. Because it's my belief that in order to get women, you have to become the best vision, the best version of yourself. And once you become the best version of yourself, getting women just is a byproduct of that. And not only that, you become happy, you start to build something more important than getting women, which is a life. And so, with that said, uh, like that is what's happening uh, in, in the future, that's what's coming, so you can expect that as far as Red Velvet. Uh, the other thing, lastly, too, is I'm gonna give you a little more behind the scenes peek at the Red Velvet group, which is the men's group that I run. And I wanted to do that because there's a lot of great stuff going on in there, and I want you to benefit from it in some way, shape, or form. And so that way you can keep up to date on what we're doing and what's happening, and that way you too can continue to grow with us. And if you wanna join us, you already know what's happening inside, so we would love to have you. So with that said, let's get into what I wanted to get into today, which is the three-part process, or rather three ways, whichever you wanna flip, you can combine them, use them individually, but the three-part process for creating a vision, a plan for 2024, and that way, yeah, you can become inspired, you can become the man, all that good stuff. Uh, now there are three ways I like to tackle this. Now this is just, just the way that I think. And it is tactical, it is inner game, and it is philosophical. 
Reason why, because tactical tells us what to do. Me, I'm a very action-oriented person. Like you need to tell me what to do so I can replicate it and so that way others can replicate it. Next is inner game. So that way you know the why, why you're doing it. What's the intention behind everything that we're doing? And then lastly, the philosophical part, it's a way to combine it all together. A way to fit it under one umbrella so that way you have something to return to, something that you can refer to, and something to guide your actions. Make sense? And so with that said, let's get into the very first thing, which is tactical. We're gonna go from top to bottom, from out to in. And we're gonna start with tactical. Now, one of my favorite ways to do this, to bring about change, is to ask yourself, who is the person you admire? Or who is the type of man you want to be? So for example, if you wanna be the type of guy that's dating a lot of women, if you wanna be the type of guy that is making a lot of money and excelling in his career, or if you wanna be the type of guy that you know is fantastic in his relationship and makes his lady go wow, first you have to get clear on what it is, like who do you wanna be? For me, it was, it's, it's a guy who wants to make a certain income. You know, I want to improve on that front. And so once you have that, the next step is to ask yourself, well, what is he like? What type of guy is he? So like, for example, is, you know, in my case, he's consistent. He plays big. He always brings value to people. In your case, let's say you want to get better at interacting with women. Well, what type of guy is he? Well, he's funny. He's social. He's always well-groomed. Or let's say you're the relationship type of guy. You know, he's always present with his lady. He always is there for her. He's always driving her wild. So you wanna describe what type of guy he is. Cause this starts to break down, you know, uh, you know the, who we wanna be. Instead of it being like some abstract idea, this helps break down who he is and allows you to step into it. Cause the more clarity we have, the better we can execute. So after that, then you wanna ask the last question, which is if you're watching a videotape, of this person executing those qualities, what are you seeing? So, for example, in my case, let's say he's consistent. So what does that look like? If I'm watching a videotape, what does it look like is, for example, he sits down in his chair every day at 9 a.m. to work, or he's posting on social media every day at 9 a.m. Like you can see that visually on a videotape that he's hitting post. Uh, let's say in your case, let's say he's a social guy. Well, all right, so if you're watching a videotape, how do you know that guy is social? What do you have to see? Well, he is smiling to everyone he sees. And so, boom, you have that action. Or let's say you're in a relationship and let's say like, and, and you know, he is present. So what does that look like when he is present? Well, he is making eye contact. He is leaning in, he's initiating touch. Like these are things you see on videotape. Now, once you answer those questions, now you have the actions. Now you have the actions that you're doing and that you're gonna be doing this year. And these actions are quick, easy ways to embody and to step into the guy you wanna become. Make sense? Let's move into part two. Part two, now the inner game person, right? Now, this, this, this is, uh, is something that I saw on, on Instagram, but I thought it was fantastic. I wanted to add this in here. And by the way, if you hear my voice and it sounds abnormally deep, it's not because I got sex here, but it's because I was sick just before the New Year's and I'm just getting over that. Now, that's the only good thing about getting sick is that your voice gets super deep and sexy. If only you could keep it. But anyway, back to this. So the inner game portion, you're gonna essentially answer two questions. And those two questions are more of 
and less of. And so what do I mean by that is that I want you to look over your past year and you're going to ask yourself, well, what do I want more of in this upcoming year? And you're going to ask yourself, what do I want less of in this upcoming year? And so you're going to review your past year and you're going to fill in the blanks. You could pick three or go as many as you like. For myself, I want to see less of avoided shit. You know, one of the things about myself is I tend to have avoidant tendencies and is my response to sometimes tough situations. But I want to do less of that because it doesn't ever lead to what I actually want, which is getting the problem fixed. Uh, less of also is defensiveness. Whenever I've been confronted with my own shit, I've gone into defensiveness and that's put chinks in my relationship. Like it doesn't bode out well. And the other thing I want less of is seeing myself as small. I'm doing myself a disservice by not seeing myself as the baddest motherfucker on earth, as the best dating relationship coach, as the best men's coach in the world. And when I'm playing like that, the people I serve do not get the best of me. They do not get the best help they can receive. So it serves nobody by playing like that. So that's for me what I want less of in this upcoming year. As far as what I want more of, it's being loyal to the process. Be more process-oriented and fall in love with the process. This past year, anytime I, I, I just stuck to the process, things compounded and things worked out for me. More of, of owning my own shit and take accountability, so more accountability, more discipline. The other thing I want to see more of, and I definitely got to do this more, it's to surround myself with more heavy hitters because it definitely in 2023, the biggest shifts for me came when I was around other like-minded men, other great men, other heavy hitters. For me, it was a conversation that I had with my Kyrie, with, with my friend Kyrie that had me thinking big, that had me thinking like, yo, I'm playing small and I'm actually great at what I do and I gotta step up and go for, for, like, for, for bigger goals and, and create a bigger impact. And the other conversation that turned things around was with my friend Brian. That one taught me like, listen, I may not be great now, but I can be. And you know the pathway of doing that? Being more disciplined. And because when I'm disciplined, I'm the best version of myself. And those two conversations completely shifted my second half of the year. My business got better. My relationship with my lady got better. My relationship with my daughter got better. And it all became those, those two conversations. I've done the lone wolf thing, but I should have to make more progress. I got to go seek these guys out. Instead of just being like, oh, there's nobody around. No, no, no. This, I want more of that in my life. I'm going to go seek. Even if I have to go fly to go and talk and hang out with these guys, that's what I'll do. So that, that's, that's what I'm going to do as well. And also, too, another big thing was when I hired a biggest business coach. She is a millionaire, and she looked at my business the way she was talking. Again, hanging out with heavy hitters, it got me believing in myself that shit. Yo, I, I'm going to grow this to a multi-million dollar brand. And so more of hanging out with big time people. And so for you... What do you want more of this year? And what, do you, and, what, and what are you calling less of this year? So I want you to take time and do that. Now, the very last thing is I want you to take a look at what you wrote. And I'm sorry, I probably at the beginning of the podcast, I should have said get a piece of paper because you're going to do some writing. But you, know, you can always listen to this again and, and just do this exercise. But you know, I, I, for, I want you to look at what you wrote so far. You know, as far as like the actions and also the more of and less of. Now, I want you just to scan them and see themes and what, and I want you to find an overarching theme within all of that. And I want you to create a phrase 
or a mantra or your word for the year. This is going to be your guiding light. This is going to be your compass that's going to guide you every day in every way that you do. This is how you're going to live your life. A client of mine, actually in the Red Velvet group, now this, this is one of my guys I've talked about him before, and his phrase it, for this year is run towards danger run to the danger because for him he's in the middle of moving he's in the middle of making a big career change and it's something that at first was a little nerve-wracking for him and he was saying like you know i have these thoughts in my head like what if it doesn't work out and what if something happens and thoughts like that in the past have hindered his potential uh, but after a conversation you know i told him like listen you know it's interesting that these thoughts only come up when you're doing something big, when you're moving out of your comfort zone, because they don't pop up when you're doing something safe. Like these thoughts that you have, these quote unquote negative thoughts only come around when you're doing something big. And so they're not a sign that you are about to fall off a cliff. They're a sign that you're about to fly. They're a sign that you're about to do something awesome and you're about to leave who you were and become who you want to be. And so with that, he was like, you know, you're absolutely right. And every time I've done this, every time I've run towards the danger, good things happen. So that's going to be my mantra for 2024, which is run to the danger. And that's what I want you to, I want you to have a mantra. And so for me, like I'm here looking at all my things and I, I, I got to admit, I got to sit down and see what I want and what's speaking to me. Because, you know, I, and by the way, there's no need to rush this whole exercise. I recommend take the first week of January. Sit and plan. Trust me. You want the plan will help everything go smoother. Don't be like me where I made a mistake and I usually just rush into action. No. Sit and take your plan. With that said, I'm going to take my time. And right now, I am narrowing down on these few ones. And so, like, one mantra is just discipline. Discipline of mind, discipline of action. Things started to turn around for me when my friend Brian told me that the best version of yourself is the most disciplined version of yourself. And that means staying on track. That means, you know, you know, you know eliminating distractions um, and, and making sure I'm staying on task. And, you know, that, that, that's, that's something that really was a turning point for me. So that's something I'm considering. The other thing I'm considering, it's, it's just a phrase that just kept going through my head, which is married and faithful to the game. And what do I mean by that? It's about pretty much being married to my routines, being a slave to my routines, but in a good way. Because what I found looking back is that a lot of success that came about was because of me being committed to these routines. And what I mean being married, meaning that, listen, if I don't wanna to go to the gym, I'm going, because guess what? I'm faithful, I'm a slave to my routines. If I don't feel like posting, guess what? I'm a post, I'm a slave to the routines. It's not my will, but the will of the routines. And that was, you know, did lead to success. So that's one thing I'm gonna do. Uh, another thing that's in my mind is the idea of risking it. And what I mean by that is that anytime I've had fear over the past year, it was because I was unwilling to risk the thing that I did not want to lose. You know, whether that was comfort, whether that was a certain situation in my life, a certain relationship, you know, anytime I had that fear and I, I didn't want to risk it, I pretty much, like it didn't work out, I lost. But when I had the courage to be like, yo, if this is the price I gotta pay, then that's fine. Like for example, I just, this is a micro um, example, but it still really represents the whole thing. When I was in Vegas for my brother's bachelor party, we arrived late to the room escape. And you know, and, and so there was a like $20 fee because we arrived late, especially if we wanted to get into the next one. And I was like, dang, you know, 
I didn't plan for that. I don't want to. But I was like, you know what? Yes, it's, I'm willing to. Yes, all right, fine. If, if I have to pay, that's fine. I'm willing. And the lady was like, okay, cool. Let me ask my boss. And then she came back and she was like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. My boss said it was cool. And so in that moment, I was willing to pay the price and ended up working out. So it's kind of like this game of chicken that you got to have. So it's, it's among those, those things that I, I'm... I'm I'm debating on, you know, discipline, married, loyal to the game, risking it, loyal to the process. And, you know, when I think about it, um, I think, this is my thought so far, I think that right now the thing that encompasses it all is discipline and consistency. Discipline and consistency. I think that encompasses it all because when you think about it, discipline and consistency does have to do with being married to the game and being disciplined in thought. You know, that's that is reducing distractions and even like if I'm afraid to risk it and afraid of fear and like have fear going on. No discipline of mind means not giving into fear and staying on the train of thought, of being positive, of being solution oriented. And so, you know, now that I think about it, it's. You know, it may be disciplining and, and consistency. So we might rock with that for a little bit. Because by the way, if it changes, it changes. But we might rock with that for a little bit. Like I said, I'm going to take the week and see what comes about. But all in all, I want you to do the same. I want you to look at everything and come up with your mantra. Come up with your overall idea, your word or phrase and see what comes up for you. And by the way, take your time. Like I said, no need to rush. Take the first week of January and really plan it out. Plan out your vision, what you want to achieve. And, and listen, if you want to, send it my way. You know, I'm on Instagram at pablo.j.rosario or send me an email at pablo at pablo J. Rosario. Would love to hear about it. And, you know, th this all was so you can become great this year, man, because we are blessed to see another day. I mean, one, one thing that my dad would always say, he would say just, you know, God, just bless me with health and opportunity and I'll take care of the rest and I'll go get the rest. And that always stuck with me. Because honestly, those are the only two things that are really without it, out of your control that you do need some type of help with. You need some type of quote unquote luck with just to be able to wake up, have your eyes open the next day and also the opportunity to do something. So if you're listening to this and you, you know, you have access to the Internet and you have you know, some shelter over your home or food in your stomach, you have health, you're breathing, your brain is working, you know, you're fully functioning that. You, you got it. You got everything you need. And so the rest is up to you to go get. And that's what I want you to do. This is a starting point. And this is just, like I said, chapter one, 365. With this podcast, this is one of 52. Because guess what? We're still going to come every Monday, every week for the straight year. We're going to keep at it. We're closing in on episode 50 of this bad boy. And by the end of the year, we're going to be into episode 100. So I think if my math is right, <laughs> yeah, but we're going to go at it because here's my thing. I go, you go, you go, I go. That's the deal I want to make you. I want to make with you right now. All right. You go, I go. You be great. I be great. If I be great. You come along with me. What do you say? How about we make 2024 the shit? How about we rise to the next level? We become the men that we know we can be, that the world needs, that women are waiting for in that love. Yeah. So. With that said, my friends, I'm Pablo J. Rosario. Thank you so much for listening to the Red Velvet Podcast. I want you to stay velvet out there, and I'll catch you on the next one. Happy New Year's. Later.